dealing with shit when you're not crushing it. I should be crushing it right now. I have all my notes. I have my course all in Udemy. I've submitted my test video. It's had approval. Everybody says it's good quality audio, good quality video. And yet, I, for some reason, can't translate the list of the things that I've put into action of me sitting in front of the camera and getting engaged and recording it. And so I wanted to discuss that with you because I think some of the attributes transport and are found in other areas when we have roadblocks. I always used to think it was a time issue. And I knew for a fact that managing my own time was the biggest problem. The way I approach things is very chaotic. So this evening, or should I say this afternoon, I had a nap. Woke up around 9 o'clock in the evening and felt compelled that this was the time that I should be recording my videos no matter what time I went to sleep. I kind of self-hacked myself for a good 15-20 minutes walking up and down the caravan thinking, okay, got to get started, got to get started, going to jump in. And then what I did was I copied the text from the Udemy courses from the website where I'd entered them into a notebook. Like that in some way helps me formulate what I'm going to say in the videos. Another self-hack, almost another distraction that I'd imposed on myself. Now I should be crushing it. I should be able to sit in front of that camera and the audio and wirecast, everything is set up and crank everything out. But the thing is, once you get in front of that camera, there's a little internal fear thing that goes off. A little dialogue checkbox goes off somewhere. And is this good enough? Have I got it right? Have I broke it down properly? I've watched the Udemy videos in terms of intro videos, etc, etc. I know I know what I'm on about. I know that this stuff is useful. It creates value. People want it. And yet it's difficult to step through and make each section. And I think it comes down to finding your frequency. My frequency in the last four weeks has been really interesting to watch after removing not going to work. Now, we all wish that we didn't have to do the nine to five or whatever your hours are at work, your eight, your 12 hours. And we complain about it. I'm tired after it. And, you know, it's for money and I get month, week, weekly money. And I can buy stuff with it. But in the last four weeks, I've been very, very clear about my time. I've had a lot of time. Admittedly, I've got a fractured wrist and that slows things down dramatically and the impact of actually doing that. The first time I've actually fractured anything. But that's just, I think that's a hack too. I think that's a, an excuse in some ways. I've not been able to work, so money has been incredibly tight. But... All the times when I was working my temporary job and said, I don't have enough time to work on this. Yes, I didn't have enough time, but the time I did have, I wasn't using productively. Often Gary Vaynerchuk and a few other people say, you know, if you're, if you're not crushing it, chances are you're on Netflix or something similar to that. And I think he's absolutely right. You've got to make a frequency decision in your life. It's not the small game, it's the long-term game. 
I don't want to be working for anybody else apart from myself in the next 6, 12, 18 months. In 18 months' time, I want to be absolutely crushing my passive income streams. And I know everybody hates that idea, that those three words. Even I hate saying them, passive income streams. What I mean by that is content that I've made that has value that I will continue to improve upon. So I guess it's not passive. It's active income streams. Income streams to not provide me with a lifestyle, but to provide me with that monetary thing that we have to have to be able to create more value, be it from the things that I build, the companies that I set up, the people I help, etc., etc. You need the currency. That's the way the world works. So I just, I kind of wanted to put together a little self-hacking kind of conversation tonight because it's half past 12 at night um, I've just literally busted out some fruit to kind of get my mind going and I've created all these notes so that when I get up in the morning my clear frequency is that's section one that's section two that's section three and I've already created the slides for the intro I think the intro is the biggest thing is over you know that overwhelming sense of fear and I think this is why it stops people creating stuff online is Who's going to look at it? Who's going to overanalyze it? I'm going to put all this work in for what? What's it going to do? Whereas this course, because it's free and because I've already been asked that would be a useful course. I've even had people donate last week to the Upgrader Wirecast because they were interested in hearing about Blab and how to connect it together with Wirecast. So I've already got I've already got people who are waiting for it. So I've, I've done a couple of videos already and put those on YouTube. I did those today, kind of quick fire videos. And so it's amazing to me how many roadblocks that we put in ourselves to stop us doing this. You know, at the moment, I'm down to a couple of gig left uh, of Internet. And it's amazing how my subconscious is kind of. Um, how can I put it? I was going to say terrorise, but that's not, not the it's sabotaging. It's sabotaging things in terms of, oh, well, I can't upload and, you know, I can't chat to my friends online because I don't want to use all my bandwidth up. I don't want to go digitally dark. And yet, really, the answer is back to back all the videos, stick them on a USB stick, put them on the laptop, go and find public Wi-Fi, upload it. It's simple, but we get used to things being in a certain way. I think this is why we stop even thinking about that we can actually do this stuff. I understand totally now why people are consumers rather than creators. I always have, but I think it's important to hear somebody else say it. I think it's important for somebody to deconstruct it so that you can kind of find a, 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 a semblance of kind of, you know, I do that too. That's something that I do. That, 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 that's an area that I fall short in. So no excuses, people. You know, we have the, we have the, I've got the tools now. I've got the time. I know what I've got to get out. And I, I've got a feeling, I've got a really sneaky feeling that once I've done this first course, that I think the next courses will go a lot faster. And I will be able to put my focus in time on how I release those things. It's finding your frequency of self-hacking yourself in such a way that all your comfort zones are covered. I mean, this is just this is just me. Maybe I need to do a course on it, but 
my comfort zones, my social zone, my you know, monetary, uh, my celebration zone. That is, I, I love I love my beer, so it's all my wine. It's kind of all right. I'm going to record that much stuff. It's going to take four hours, and at the end of it, I'm going to have a bottle of wine with friends on blab. You know, all of these zones are important because if you go all in on one zone and not look at the other zone, then you get you just you know your energy is just vampired out of, out of yourself because you feel like you've let other areas of your life down and i've just noticed that over the last couple of couple of weeks mainly um but there's no excuses now everything is ready to go and i guess it's a kind of trepidation and excitement as well really but it's amazing how 8 minutes 9 minutes can turn around the fact that i'm not you know, smashing it out of the park to now being ready after just emptying that chaotic dialogue in my head into a podcast, I'm ready to go. Beast mode. I'll catch up with you soon.